0: Welcome to episode two of the Teacher Innovator podcast. In this episode, we are going to share our three-part framework on how to be a teacher innovator. Hi, I'm Jamie Hand, Innovation Learning Coach, and I'm a part of a group of innovative educators who are looking to transform the way our students learn and in the process, rediscover our joy of teaching. This is the start of a new conversation about meaningful innovation that authentically transforms the way we teach. Innovation is not something we do, but rather is a way of being. We are teacher innovators, and there has never been a more exciting time to be an educator. I'm glad you're here. Wow. What a difference a few weeks makes. Um, As I mentioned in episode one, I had previously recorded that episode prior to all the school closings going on across our, um, our entire world. And It really is amazing to me. I've seen so many teacher innovators really step up, step into their power, and do what you do best, and that is serve and support your students. So first of all, I just want to give every teacher out there a big virtual hug, because you know, social distancing, can't get too close, but But seriously, you guys from um, the educators that uh, I work with and educators in groups on social media, you have done an amazing job because I know how much overwhelm and anxiety when you got thrown this huge curveball practically overnight, you've had to reinvent the way you teach as I said, a big virtual hug, a big high five. And I am so amazed. Well, I'm not even amazed because I know that we pull together and we do what we have to do. But this is just amazing to see that we are teacher innovators. We are stepping up and supporting our students, no matter what the circumstances are. So hats off and congratulations to you. Okay, as I said in episode one, in this episode, episode two, we are going to dive deeper into our Teacher Innovator Framework. So we have a three-part framework on how to be the best teacher innovator, and I really hope you find this helpful, especially in this times of we don't even really know what tomorrow looks like with teaching, um, that this framework will kind of help support you and give you a guide as you go on to create better learning experiences for your students. Also, I am recording this episode while under quarantine, so home with me are my three children and my husband, who usually are not home while I'm doing any sort of recording. You may hear some noise in the background, and I'm just going to keep going with it because I feel... It is super important to help you and give you the support you need as teacher innovators. So if you do hear some sort of background noise, I'm sorry, I apologize, but we're going to just keep going because I would much rather have um, put the information out there for you to help you rather than try to wait for an absolute quiet moment in my house because with all of us home, that may not happen. (laughs) All right. So let's get into the three parts of our teacher innovator framework. So part one or pillar one, if you like, is be the best you. Pillar two is be visionary. And pillar three is be connective. Now we're going to dive deeper into what this looks like and how this applies to you, but I just want to speak in general. So all three pillars come together to create the teacher innovator. So let's take a deeper look into each pillar. So as I said, pillar number one is be the best you. Now, if you have taken an airline flight anytime recently, um, you will know that when the flight attendant is going over the safety procedures before the flight takes off, and they always talk about the oxygen mask dropping, if you notice, they do say, put on your own oxygen mask before helping others. And this is is what being a teacher innovator is as well. You need to take care of you and fill up your cup before you can fill up the cups of your students, your co-workers, the families of your students. You need to take care of you and be the best you so that you can help and support others. So what does that look like in being the best you? Well, you wanna make sure you're in the right mindset. So when we're talking about mindset, one of the first things that may come to your mind is a growth mindset versus fixed mindset. So a fixed mindset is when you believe people are born a certain way, like it can't change. Um, One example, because I have an art education background, is a lot of pe- uh, adults would say to me, I can't draw. Well, that would be a fixed mindset because you can draw. Can you draw a line? Yes. <laughs> so you, you, it is possible for you to draw. A growth mindset would be, I can improve my drawing with experience because drawing just like anything else is a skill and the more you do it, the better you get. Now, I'm sure this idea of growth mindset is not new to you. It's been in our education world for a while. But have you ever stopped and applied it to you? As the teacher innovator, we definitely want to make sure we're having that growth mindset. So whenever curveballs are thrown to us, like having to move from a classroom to online teaching overnight, that you are able to say yes I don't know what this looks like, but I'm willing to figure it out. So being open-minded and having that growth mindset is an important trait of being a teacher innovator. Another part of being the best you is taking care of your own health. That means making sure you set time for you and whatever your favorite activity it is. It could be walking your dog. It could be doing a 10-minute yoga video. I know not every time do or every day do we have moments to make it to the gym, Um, So it doesn't have to be going to the gym, but it could be a 10-minute dance break. If you enjoy dancing, that's what I like to do is just put on some music and just start dancing. Whatever that looks like for you, whether it's running, walking, but how can you just incorporate some type of movement? Ideally for at least 20 minutes every day, but you know, start where you're at. If it's only two minutes, put a two-minute timer on, and after you're done listening to this, walk as fast as you can in place or do 10 jumping jacks. Just start where you're at, but we want to keep our bodies healthy so that we can be in the best shape possible so we can be the best innovator, teacher innovators possible. Another part that doesn't get mentioned very often, but I am going to bring it in, um, is spirituality. And this, I don't mean religion. So I'm not talking about what type of religion you are, but just being spiritual. And this can look um, different for every person, just like the health and exercise can look different. So can spirituality. But what do you do to connect with yourself and connect with a higher universe, God, whatever it is, um, but making that time to do that every day. So not only are we connecting with our bodies through movement, but connecting um, through to our spirituality as well. And then the last part I want to mention for Be the Best You is joy. I So many times we get bogged down in the day-to-day um, teaching that we forget to experience and recognize those moments of joy in our everyday life. And it's really important, especially we have this unique situation right now. As I said, I'm recording this while most of the country and world is being told to stay at home. And so we have maybe a little extra time than normal. And so really start to think about what are things that bring you joy? What does that look like? And can you incorporate more of that into your everyday life? So these are things just to help you get started thinking about taking care of yourself. Um, and one thing we I didn't mention with health, but is also important, is drinking water, which I know as a teacher can be difficult. I used to kind of work out different times of like when I had a break and so I knew I could drink water before that. But whatever you have to do, even if it's after school, you start drinking a lot more water than during the school day. But drinking water and of course eating healthy. Nothing new am I mentioning here, but these aren't important things to think about because to be the best us is taking care of our minds, taking care of our bodies, and bringing in joy. Okay, so that wraps up be the best you, which is pillar one. And now we're going to move to pillar two, which is be visionary. If we look up visionary in the dictionary, it talks about a person, Thinking about or planning the future with imagination or wisdom. And so, you as the teacher innovator, you need to be visionary. Where do you want your students to be at the end of the school year? Now, obviously, this is a great exercise to do at the beginning of the school year, but no matter where you're at, and it's not too late for this school year. But think about your vision for your students, for your classroom. And now with many of us teaching online, um, how has your vision changed? And maybe it's just about supporting and loving your students and their families. So think about what is your why? Why are you teaching? Because we all know there are many other jobs that pay a lot better than teaching. So what is your why? What is your purpose? Who do you need to be to to serve that purpose? So these are all questions you can reflect and think about and start creating what I like to call a North Star vision. This North Star vision is kinda your overall guide or map of where you're going. So many times we use the curriculum guide as our North Star vision, but the curriculum guide is just a tool. It's just a tool of the outcomes of what we should be learning, that it's not necessarily showing us the entire journey of how we get there. So sometimes having an overall vision of what you would like for your students to experience. And then we can use that also as a tool. Um, so when you incorporate something, If you see something new and shiny online in the social media group, and I know so many times you get excited, like, ooh, I wanna try that. But is it really helping benefit your students? Is it helping to create better learning experiences? And that is where you can check in with your North Star Vision And say, hey, you know what? This is a great idea. I'm going to save it for later, though, because right now we're on track towards this. And that doesn't really help us get there. So having this vision or this overall guide help you determine what is important and what to incorporate. Now, as I said, this is a great thing to do at the beginning of the year, but it is not too late to do for this year, especially if your vision needs to change. So if you have all of a sudden made the shift to online teaching, well, your vision is going to look a little different than had it been if you were finishing the school year in your classroom. So um, I do, at the show notes, have a document that you can fill out to help you create your North Star vision. And we'll go much further into this in later episodes. But I just want to get you started thinking, if you could imagine anything for your students in your classroom, what would that look like? Okay, and then we have pillar three, which is be connective. And while all the pillars are important to be a teacher innovator, be connective is definitely important uh, for our online teaching teacher innovators. Because when we're being connective, we are building bridges and connections between us, our students, our students' families, our colleagues, and even our administrators, our friends, our family, all of that. To be connective means we are building between us and those around us. So ask yourself, how are you building connections between you and your students? We're going to start there because this is a teacher innovator podcast, but the same thing could be applied, as I said, to your friends, your family. But how are you building connections? Now, Inside the classroom, this may look different than if you are doing online teaching. If you are online teaching right now, it is very important. In fact, it is essential that you reach out and connect individually with each student. Now, I know some of you listening, they're like, but I'm a specials teacher and I have 600 students. How do I do that? Well, there are many different ways you could do it. It could be as simple as you record one video message and you email it out. So I'm not saying that you personally have to um, call each each individual student. However, if you only have 18 students in your class, you may wanna consider that. You may wanna personally reach out to each student if that is a possibility for you. I know my own daughter with our at-home learning time, her kindergarten teacher did reach out and FaceTimed individually with her. And she was just so excited to talk and see her teacher. So simple things. I'm not saying you have to FaceTime. There are many different ways that you can reach out and connect with your students. And we can even brainstorm more ways. But just start thinking about how can you reach out and connect with the students. Now also goes along with that are connecting with the parents. And in this online teaching world, that's even more essential because you need the parents' involvement because they're at home with the children and they're the ones logging in and, um, you know, setting up the computers for them. So really then also connecting to the parents, reaching out to them. Do the parents of your students, do they know who to contact for tech support? Do they know who to contact if they're having tech issues? Um, is it you? Is it a tech person at your school? And. When are you available to your parents if they have questions? So it could be you have set office hours where you're sitting for for an hour, you're right in front of your email so that you can uh, quickly respond back. Or maybe it's just you email within 24 hours back. But how are you communicating not only to your students, but then also the parents? And of course, as we will mention throughout this podcast building the connection not only to family and friends but to yourself which then that relates back to pillar 1 how are you taking care of you so when we're talking about be connective just start thinking about how can you build bridges and build connections between you and your students so to wrap up the teacher innovator framework we have three pillars be the best you be visionary and be connective. And once we start doing all three pillars, then that is when we can be the best teacher innovator possible for our students so that we are giving them the best learning experiences possible. Our tip takeaway this episode is, how can you start taking care of you? And as I said earlier in this episode, in order to fill everyone else's cup up, we have to fill our own cup up first, like being a bucket filler. We're so used to filling everyone else's bucket, but it's important to fill our own bucket. So in our tip takeaway this week, I want you to reflect on what is one thing you can add into your daily schedule that is something just for you. Now, it could be walking your dog and your dog gets the benefit from that. It could be listening to a favorite song. It could be taking five minutes to journal in a notebook. It doesn't have to be something big like joining the local gym. What is one thing you can add to your daily life that is just for you? Okay, well, this is wrapping up episode two. And In our next episode, we are going to talk more about what a teacher innovator looks like when you're online teaching. So this is real time sensitive for all of us right now that are trying to figure out how we can possibly incorporate what we do in the classroom online for our students and still serve and support our students and their families. So that is coming up in episode three. Thank you so much for listening and happy innovating. Thank you for listening to the Teacher Innovator Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to click subscribe also, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave a positive review as that helps us reach more teacher innovators like you. All right. Thank you so much for listening and happy innovating.